செக்லிஸ்ட் answer these questions and keep a count of yes or no you tell question number 1 are the seats in your kitchen intact question number 2 are the seats in your kitchen alive question number 3 are the seats having optimum moisture in it question number 4 are the seats free of any physical or genetic admixture question number 5 are the seats meeting the indian minimum certification standards how many questions did you answer yes The more yes in your answers, the more possibility that you could have seats in your kitchen. But if you answered no to this very important question, are seats in your kitchen alive, then you don't have seats in your kitchen. You only have grains. Yes, seats and grains are different. Seats are living entity while grains are not. It can be made clear when we understand its purpose. seeds are input in agriculture without which there won't be any farming while grains are things that feed you and takes away your hunger so to be told as a seed it should have the potential to produce progeny that is it should be able to germinate seeds are for soil while grains are for plate seeds are for soil while grains are for plate grain can be alive or dead but seed should be alive or else it will just lay as an inert matter in the field but how can you tell a seed to be alive you can't take a stethoscope and check for heartbeat or see pulse to seeds then how do you know whether seeds are alive that's the tricky part in plant studies interpreting things is not as easy as in humans and animals so the way we tell a thing to be alive is the phenomenon of respiration How do we know whether a seed respires? Wondering where a seed's nose or stomach? Seeds don't work that way. So, think about how we know whether a seed is alive. Keep thinking, but before that, why it is so important to sow only seeds? Why not we sow grains? Our ancient farming did not have a well-defined difference between seed and grain. The farmers just used grains of previous season stored in their houses for sowing. They were farming for years like this with their farm saved seeds and even now in some places this practice continues but why has suddenly this difference started playing a role because of intensive farming and industrialization intensive farming that is we sow large areas with same crop and industrialization and urbanization reduces the agriculture area and so every plant matters to meet the food demand In olden days we were concentrating on production while now our attention has shifted to productivity production is just the amount produced whereas productivity is the amount produced per unit area so all our government policies seek to improve productivity for increased productivity every plan counts see this example if if the grain was sown without assuring its viability then assume 100 seeds were sown and only 70 to 80 germinate another 20 don't germinate as they are dead 
there would be a yield loss of these 20 seeds. For 100 seeds, it looks less. Imagine you sow for acres together and 20% don't germinate. How much loss it would cost to the farmer? Totaling up all farmers in a country, losing 20%, how much it would cost loss to the nation? That's the reason scientists shift shifted their attention to seeds viability. Seed loss started getting amended and seeds were shifted to essential commodity and seed standards were set. Also, the university started establishing separate food science and seed technology de departments knowing their difference and significance. From Seed Act 1966 to Seed Bill 2019, there are constant modifications of laws governing seeds. As per the Indian Seed Act, any seed sold in the market should meet minimum certification standards. As your FAO standards for food, Indian minimum seed standards include germination testing, moisture testing and physical purity testing as routine test and also disease testing and genetic purity testing as added tests. Here, germination testing is an indirect indication of viability of seeds. All the law ensures compulsory labeling of seeds by the producers and makes the producer responsible if the seed standards are not met. But note, under the Seed Act of 1966, farmers were relaxed to exchange seeds without labeling. With labeling of seeds being mandatory, there is now immense importance to seed testing industry. That's the importance of seed viability. Now I think the difference between the seed and grain is far more clear. My initial question, how to know whether a seed is viable that is alive? Two ways are possible, either sow a seed, wait till it germinates, see whether it is alive or dead. On the other hand, the rapid method to test viability called tetrazoleum testing was given by the German scientist George Lacan in 1940. When you stain seeds with tetrazoleum, the living tissues will turn red while non-living tissues remain uncolored. With this test, you can even get to know which part of your seed is alive and which is starting to die. Thanks to Lacan for this tetrazoleum staining test, which saved resources and time in viability testing. But how does this test work? It works on the principle that during respiration, dehydrogenase enzyme is involved. The alive seeds produce dehydrogenase enzyme which converts the tetrazoleum chloride to a red color compound called pharmazon. So, these living tissues of seed that imbibe tetrazoleum chloride will be stained red while the dead tissues remain colorless. Coming to the initial seed grain difference, why do seeds lose viability? Why do, sorry, why do grains lose viability? The grains you eat are processed. We have rice in kitchen but we need paddy for this field. Rice and paddy are different. Paddy is processed to produce rice. So, the viability is sacrificed in the process of increasing the edibility. Also, that's the reason the grain in your kitchen don't move. We break its leg and store. Just joking. We process it and remove appendages in seed coat and store. Even then, some grains germinate if you sow. It has viability, but its movement is artificially restricted as we keep seeds under artificially controlled conditions. Just like a prisoner in jail, though he can move, he is kept stuck in a place. Even if some grains can move, it can't because it is artificially withheld from moving. 
So, grains can't move, but seeds can move. I don't like interfering in others' freedom. And thus I am seed technologist and not a food scientist. Jokes apart, both seeds and grains are equally important. Grains are produced from seeds and without both grains and seeds, our life would be at stake. You can so believe my words that seeds have the desire to move, but grains, though wishing to move, can't move. You can still call the germinating grain in your kitchen as a seed if it meets Indian minimum certification standard and if it is viable. Until we meet again, keep wondering.